All right, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday, not our usual book club day, but it is book club day, and you guys know it goes down in the Grand Life Network on book club day. And this month, we are reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a classic that everyone loves to kind of bring up. Um, I think it's, you know, important to read as well because it was one of those books that really help you you know start changing that mindset and that's what it's all about here is reading these mind elevating books and being able to talk about these lessons that um you know these people that are actually successful in writing books um want to talk about so this week we are going to be um pulling from chapter six which is called actually let me see um Dang, I don't even remember the title. I just I went crazy with it. But chapter six, what is it? Inventing money or something, I believe. Let me double check because I don't even want to be misspeaking here. Because it was good. And there were so many times when I was looking at this like, oh yeah, this is exactly up our alley. Saying things that... um we look at chapter five. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, the rich invent money, exactly. So chapter five, the rich invent money. And again, like I was just saying, there were so many, I like calling them like trigger words. And of course he pointed out, you know, being the best selling author is different than being the best writing author. And sometimes you can do that by having those trigger words. But something that also um, my husband and I like to do whenever we're teaching is talk to that subconscious. like. Even if some people, you know, aren't getting it, especially because I know um, he started talking about a lot of things that even Zay had asked before, you know, one week when we were talking when it's like, you have all this information, you're trying to tell the world, you're trying to tell your friends, and sometimes it starts going over people's heads, but it's like, you still keep talking because they hearing you, you know, and, and that God voice in them is hearing you too. So, you know, he was saying certain things that it's just like, okay this makes sense when it's how you can invent money so going into what he was talking about one of the first things he says is it's the bold that get ahead and that's so crucial because even again time and time when we come together on this book club we really do these activities that are going to help us and it's like what are some of the things that hinder us and stop us from getting to where we are and a lot of times that you know common um example of I just wasn't confident comes about you know all of us have used that example in different responses on why we hadn't done something before so understanding that that's the first thing like no it's the bold that I get ahead you have to understand okay I have to be bold if I want to start going getting ahead and why does any of this stuff matter because we want to be building ourselves to have options right and this is something again that we talk about all the time even before we started growing you know we're all talking about how we just started a garden and just so many things that we do we're sitting here preparing ourselves to have options even when it comes to how we plan on investing where it's like oh we're going and buying these digital assets that are supposed to be these systems that are of the future why because we want to have options to be able to have options in the future right where it's like oh people could tell you oh you might not have the ability to even buy these coins at one point because maybe they'll be too expensive one day or just anything ha could happen so it's like oh let me take advantage now so that I have options 
And why that was really cool is because, again, something he was saying is there's two types of people in this world. One, those that would have gotten it if they had money. And two, those that have the money but don't take the opportunity because it doesn't fit into their financial plan. And it's crazy because he say he knows more people like the second person. And like I just said, you know, uh, Zay and I had this conversation before because so do we where you know the people that have, you know, just just enough money to get them started. They have the information. But when you're telling them this, they it's not fitting into what they already thought with their, you know, ideas. And, and so that's why it's something that I always do even when it comes to how I try to introduce crypto this world of crypto i should say to people it's like you can keep doing whatever you're doing but let's do it in a better way even when we had our last conversation during our workshop this weekend when we were talking about how to revolutionize your life and it's like there's the vision and there's your vision Right, so it's like you're gonna look at things from your perspective, but you have to understand that it's your perspective, right? So there also has to be that other step that you look at like, okay, I understand this is how I look at it, but aside from how I look at it, what is it like really? So that I can make sure that the way I'm looking at it is truly in line with what it's like so that I'm not missing out. So when he was talking about how there's those two types of people, again, I'm like, see, I knew I'm not the only one that felt that way too. And I thought it was so cool because I'm like, man, I know, like, like I just said, Zay and I have been having that same conversation where it's like, how can you speak other people's language so that they are getting it? Because you try and try and try to say it so many different ways because you want to help people. And sometimes you just can't, right? Because you can tell them, this is how you do it, but they have their own plan. They have their own ways, and people be stuck in their own ways. So, again, something that he was saying is all you can do is, again, be that example. And that's something that we always talk about. Um, so, sorry, um, moving right along. Um, he was saying, okay, so if this is, again, the situation, and we are looking and saying we want to be inventing money, the question becomes, how can we do that, right? And the answer is increasing your financial intelligence. That was the main theme that he continued to hammer on over and over. Increasing your financial intelligence, your financial IQ. And how would you do that? By um, deter by coming up with different financial solutions. Right, and so the question becomes, how many different financial solutions can you come up with? And it was interesting because he says, most people just know three, work hard, save, and borrow. And I'm like, wow, that's really true. You know, again, that we all have to pay bills. So we all have some type of financial question that we start with. And then it goes deeper. Okay, once you get past the bills, what else do you want to do? And in order to do that, what kind of fi financial solutions can you come up with in order to get those kind of things done? So it was really interesting. I posed that question to the group today. So we are going to circle back to that um, eventually and actually hear what the group came up with when it comes to what um, are the three, or sorry, um, 
what are the different financial solutions that you can come up with and again most people just know work hard save and borrow but there's a better option right which is actually creating money instead of working hard and this and again this is a conversation me and my husband just were having because it's like he and I were talking before and it's like we're different because I'm such a hard worker you know and he's on the contrary a very very smart worker you know he works solely with his mind and always has where on the contrary I'm used to going and getting two three jobs and being able to you know just work really hard and put my all into something and there's that difference right like you don't have to have your mind and some I have to overwork and work hard if you increase that intelligence and are able to actually work smarter you know so it comes down to again training your mind that's a, a, a again another thing that he continued to push when it comes to strengthening your financial intelligence is training your mind and that's something again that we all encourage people because we understand how that changed a lot of things where it's like okay we're learning cryptos so we're over here training our mind to focus on learning crypto it's a, it sounds like a completely different language at first but the more you listen the more you study the more you start to understand things and um it's, it's funny i even have been trying to like train my mind to have like a photographic memory and just you know all kind of things because again once you understand you have the ability to train your mind to do anything then you you can train your mind to do that you know and something for me i really start to look at things like technical um in order to try to like train my mind almost and like get to some point of rationale and like be like okay i understand this is why my my mind is doing this so that i can move accordingly you know and again that's something we always talk about is getting to that root so that you can break bad habits in order to form new habits and just like we would do that with working out with our body we have to do that with working out with our mind too and really take training our minds serious you know that's what it comes down to actually what you're inputting to your mind as well and, and why those kind of things matter um so moving back into actually creating money though he um goes into say a few of the keys to actually creating money is one if you're waiting you're going to be waiting for a while Right, and then I also liked a great example that he uses. He says it's like waiting on all the lights to be green before starting your trip, and and he gave an example as well, like five lights. Think about how long it takes for five lights to be green in a row. And if you're waiting for five lights to be green in a row before you start your trip because you want it to be the absolutely safest trip possible without any problems, you're going to be waiting for a while. And so, you know, even thinking about that, it's like, it's not so bad if you get on the road and you run into a red light or two, you know, that's okay. It might take you a little longer than if all the lights was green, but at least you're going to get there sooner than had you still been waiting for all the lights to be green. So when you start looking at things like, wow, that's, that's something right there, you know, especially like when I, when we even 
go back to how some people don't listen and take heed because they're worried about how things are actually going to be. It's again, they're waiting for all the lights to be green. You know, oh, they're waiting for their their bangs or they're waiting for it. They'll give you all kind of reasons on why they're waiting in order to take that leap. And it's that same concept. So understanding that it's like, okay, well, all the lights are not going to be green all the time, you know, but you know how to drive, you practice how to drive, and you're going to become a better driver, you know, you can learn how to take the back roads and, and um, you know, avoid the red lights a different way. So again, when you start looking at it like that, it starts getting those creative juices going, at least for I know for myself, where it's like, okay, again, like I just said, you could take back roads, you could take alternative routes, you can understand all the lights aren't going to be green, but this is an opportunity for me to still get going to where I'm going. Um, so going back to cre creating money, um, he goes into another example on saying money is agreements. And it sucks. I can't, I don't, I'm not reading um, the books. I know usually I'm reading right from the books, but I actually have this one on audio. So that's why I'm kind of just like summarizing um, what I was reading during this chapter five. But I strongly encourage people to actually go in and read because these are just some points that I picked out. But again, because these were the things that we consistently are talking about and again how it just reinforces that we know what we're talking about and this is actually again somebody else that noticed these same things and are giving tips on how to get around that and give these examples on again looking at it as green lights and putting it down you know oh this these kind of people two types of people and um understanding these different kind of mindsets so looking at even money when it says oh how we're creating money well first of all money is an agreement and it's like okay well let's let's get into that because you know people always have the argument on what it, what even is money and money doesn't exist so when you understand okay well money is an agreement and so when you start looking at that it's like we can exchange money and no money has been exchanged just agreements like think about it um we all just did a workshop together this weekend for the raw dab where people pay money for their tickets you know they did that on eventbrite all digitally nobody handed me cash you know and now we're about to sit there and all split the profits of all the speakers all the supporters everybody all the promoters everybody but yet i'm not handing anyone physical cash this is all just tracked digitally on this digital ledger so no money has really been exchanged just agreements with uh, the initial buyer agreeing that they wanted to pay $20 for the information that we were providing because we put on a price that says this information is worth $20 so they agreed that it's worth $20 then we all initially agreed any profits would be split amongst each other equally you know between all the eight contributors so now it goes into the next part of the agreement where okay we have the fiat and now we have to exchange it again and again no cash is about to be exchanged and it's funny because we're even taking it a step further and i've um exchanged some people for crypto so again no money is actually being exchanged so when you start looking at money as that agreement rather than actual oh this green paper bill that you're chasing 
then it starts getting easier to attract because that's also the law of attraction. The more you put money on this pedestal and think that it's this ultimate thing that you're chasing, it's going to keep running from you. So when you first, you know, get that understanding and say, dang, this is just what I got to put, it even starts making it easier to now start valuing yourself because it's just part of the agreement. Oh, I'm doing this and you're going to do that. And it makes it black and white, almost like, again, how these smart contracts are about to be where things can be self-executing. You know, that's why we're even transitioning to this digital era because that's how money can be. That's how this whole system can be just based on agreements where one person says one thing and if you do this then this happens and it's that simple so very interesting to think of money again as agreements instead and start changing that kind of mindset so um going back even into okay so now we understand what money is we understand we want to work smarter instead of harder right because we don't want to be like most people who think the only ways to actually create this money now is by working hard by saving or by borrowing because we've already seen time and time again those aren't the best ways to go about it he even says something that i think was really great during this chapter that says just because you can do it or just because you're doing it doesn't mean it's the smart way to do it and he mentioned that when it comes to saving you know, think about that money in your savings account and how they send you point whatever of what you had in like point oh one percent or whatever that you have sitting in that savings account. You know, and thinking, oh, you're saving it, or you got your four hundred one k and they taken out a chunk, and you know, at the by the time you retire, hopefully you've got enough to actually survive for long enough. You know, so that that's all you're banking on right there you know so again just because you're doing it doesn't mean it's the smart way to do it and that's something that we all realize especially when you start seeing how things can all of a sudden start changing nobody was expecting the whole world to shift what two two three years ago when this pandemic first started so it's like okay understanding that these kind of things can change and why these are not the smartest ways to just sit there and bank on it the traditional way it's like we have to start getting creative and understanding oh i gotta start making my own moves and taking control of my future in order to ensure that the, this this starts working out the way i really want it to work out because even if before you question like uh maybe this is enough now again just like this book that we're reading and seeing all these trigger words the news that we're watching the things that we're seeing when we're out in public is is showing all of us these triggers too like man a lot of us talked about when we started seeing the transitions in the store and the cameras and all all the stuff on the doors and just everything like that like oh we're seeing a lot of this stuff that's transitioning you know and that's just confirming a lot of the other things that we already have been studying that's happening so um again understanding that there's a smarter way to again continue to work so that we're not overworking hard we're not banking on saving or even that traditional market of borrowing so it's like okay well what can we do instead of working with your mind or work with your bodies you work with your minds you have to invest in your financial intelligence and you'll be around those making moves forward instead of those that end up left behind. 
And again, that's something else all of us have realized and why we have now started to take another step in order to move forward. Like we were just talking about before we started recording. We all now all of a sudden are starting a garden, you know, Uh, and not all of us because I know Zay has already been gardening before or had animals. I know she said this is actually her first time doing this full, full out garden, but think about how much better it is. Now we're about to have a gardening club, just like we have this book club and have people from all over the world who's has so such different experience that's about to be actually ha- having tips to say, hey, this is how you can garden and being able to share that information, you know? So it's like, that's how we're, we're working with our minds now by saying, hey, if we come together and share these things now, I don't have to actually go through a lot of those harder learning lessons like of course you're going to have learning lessons on the way but one of the best things you can do is actually learn from people so that you don't have to go through a lot of those learning curves that make it a little more difficult like even again Zay today sent a long paragraph like you got to be looking out for these worms and you got to be looking at this you know when you got to understand your soil and just showing a lot of things like hey you're getting started this is the kind of stuff you want to be um looking at you know cj was put her plants out and we're talking about the frost and it's like again you're learning stuff now and you're going to be able to pass it on to the next like here's some things so that you don't have to go through these things on that learning curve that's going to make it harder and why that matters is because we want people to be getting ahead right not being left behind so not only are they moving this way but we want to help them catch up and and we always use this example on imagine you're on a highway right you want to be you know everybody's on a highway there's some people further down some some exits further ahead so instead of always thinking you know the person up ahead has to slow down for you to catch up you know you're trying to catch up to them so you're trying to watch out for construction but that person up ahead all they can do is tell you like oh look when you pass this exit you got to watch out because there's going to be construction and so you got to do this then the third so that you can get up here quick without no problems so that person that's you know behind them has to take heed to that so that again they can be avoiding those accidents and getting there quickly so understanding um these different kind of ways on how we can work with our minds and and learn from those from others around us and why that matters when it comes to those who are around us because just like we are so so conscious and trying to pour into oak passing on resources for the next that's what matters that's what starts making the difference that's why we come together in so many ways even the grand life network you know all the channels that we have here are just based on these are all the different things us as women have to take care of if we have a food network because we all got to come up with, with dinner at the end of the night you know going in the kitchen looking in there cooking passing on recipes passing on um, CJ has been, you know, taking on, passing on the scriptures, passing on that word of God, which is important for us to focus on, which is something that my mom used to do. Cause again, that's something that is important in, in your life in order to keep God first, you know, um, and just motherhood us being able to share our motherhood tips, health and wellness, Mimi holding it down with the health and wellness, you know, again, all these things, us talking about our goals, just so many different things that we have to be able to balance 
But when you are able to with that mindset and passing on these resources for the next to say, man, look, this is how I balance it. This is how I got ahead. Here's something that can help. It makes it all all the better. And also having, again, a network of people that can do that for you. You guys know I'm into um, dogs and I have puppies. My puppy wasn't feeling well, you know, not eating, throwing up. I'm over here. First person I message is Zay. I'm like, man, I know Zay got animals. I know Zay got dogs. Let me message her because I don't know what to do. I don't want to go running to some vet if I don't have to. Because, you know, they're going to already be on there trying to do 101 tests and trying to rack up. uh, Because I already know, especially out here in Vegas, like, I'll be a hustle. So I'm like, nah, I know there's a more natural way. And I'm a very natural person. You know, I tend to try to do a more natural health regime in general. So when it came to the animals, I'm like, man, I wonder if there's a way I can do this for them as well. So, you know, hitting her up and being able to try to self-diagnose. We even got um, a vet that helped us with the doggy ears that could come right to our house and do that. So, again, that's the option that we started to take. Went, ordered, like, a bunch of herbs off Amazon, like, licorice root. And I don't even, it's, like, four different um, different little herbs, though. And, um, you know, taking that route to say, okay... Let's think about these issues. And this is when it even comes down to when it came to increasing our financial intelligence. How many different financial solutions can you come up with? Right? Like I just said, oh, my dog got sick. I had to start thinking of solutions. So I had to start thinking, oh, I'm not going the traditional route of going to the vet. So let me start using the resources around trying to gauge number one, what's the problem? And number two, what's the solution and how many solutions I can come up with because you're looking online and it's showing solutions like surgeries and solutions like all these extreme things where it's like okay well let me see what other kind of solutions I can come up with before I get there and one one good thing as well that my husband um had put into my mind before was you also have to think about not only assessing for all the possibilities but what's the likelihood that that possibility is going to happen and just hearing that was something that shifted my mind as well because i'm a person that can definitely go over all the possibilities like oh this can happen that can happen this can happen that can happen and be confident like okay i understand all the different things that can happen and understanding taking that mindset and trying to go as far in the future as possible so that I'm accounting for all the possibilities. But also taking it that extra step and thinking, what's the likelihood that that's even going to happen? Because now you start focusing that energy on what actually matters. And again, this goes into how we can increase that financial intelligence and pour into the things that matter. And that's why we even have, you know, focused our, a lot of our energy together on this, oh, digital revolution. Because when we start seeing, oh, these are the things that's happening, these are the things that matter. These are the things that I'm going to be paying attention to because this is most likely what's about to happen, you know? So understanding that's all a part on that of that financial intelligence and how to train your mind, it again just continues to help you want to sharpen that, right? Want to continue to sharpen that and understand, okay, I'm trying to increase my options here. That's my main objective. I'm trying to increase uh, 
create the, my options trying to be in, in control of having all the options I have here's the way I can do that by increasing my financial intelligence um, so moving into that he says that there's four ways to increase your financial in, intelligence first is accounting which is the ability to read numbers second is investing which is the science of money making money Third is understanding markets, which is the science of supply and demand. And last is the law, which is the awareness of accounting and regulations. So when it comes to our financial intelligence, think again about how important each one of these things is when it comes to how we focus on increasing that. When it comes to accounting and the ability to read numbers. Um, you know, I've kind of mentioned to you guys, we're all very spiritual, but um, if you ask me my religion, I'm Muslim. And when I really get into it, I believe more in the 5% nation of Islam when it comes to studying supreme mathematics. It's the supreme alphabet, you know, understanding that because it's a science. You can look at a number and understand what it represents, you know, and then take it a step further and understand that this is why we have numbers and why these numbers are used this way and that in every single day it has a number associated so understanding that this is the same understanding that our powers that be and leaders have so when they're saying certain things are happening on certain days it's not really a coincidence and it's really deeper than that so just understanding numbers to that extreme and why you know again certain days certain things happen it starts taking it a step further for me, you know? So even when it comes to understanding numbers and the ability to read numbers in that way, because again, like I just said, the numbers represent something, you know, like one represents understanding, two represents wisdom, uh, or sorry, one represents knowledge, two uh, represents wisdom, three represents understanding, you know? And again, thinking about one, two, three, that's all the things that it take in that order. And just again, how you can see, okay, when I see the number one and that, that represents knowledge and how that influence again the day and just things like that. It's like, it's almost like playing uh, like Sudoku or something like that when you're like decoding things, you know, and being able to take it that step further to decode things. And that's just for me and my perspective. Right, because like I just said, when we're looking at things, we understand there's the perspective and my perspective. So that's why I had to say, you know, understanding that that's the science of numbers as well when it comes to that supreme mathematics that, that I understand when I read these numbers. And it's like, okay, there's other ways we can read numbers as well when it comes to cryptocurrency, right? And I always use crypto as an example because that's something that we all use. And anybody listening to this, I want you to start going and dabbling and looking at that as well but understanding how to read those numbers right something we always talk about when it comes to cryptocurrency is it's called crypto because it's encrypted it's supposed to represent this unknown number you know that's supposed to be represented for the robots to really read not really for humans because humans don't read numbers like this you know we don't that's why it's even written like this so when we sit there and look at crypto and understand okay let me go understand how to actually read these numbers how to see oh this means that this is about to happen and understand that that's why we even start getting ahead and getting better at making money in the crypto game when you understand how to read 
read the numbers in that sense and understand how the volume is you know influencing certain things and just understanding how to read the numbers in that sense you again start to understand why um again reading the numbers and accounting matters um something else that he also mentioned in here um i could have sworn i took note when it came to that but uh one of the really good investment strategies when it comes to even reading the numbers is increasing your asset column right and he gave that as a good investment strategy so again understanding how to read the numbers you have to also look at your investment strategy right and be looking at the things that you're gaining as assets right because we're not just putting things that aren't going to come back and yield anything and that's a part of actually helping us create money as well is by putting our money into something that's going to come back and yield and he gave the example you guys know he's into real estate as well so you know where it comes down to okay he's made x amount of money he's going to go take that money he made to put into another investment to make some more money right and so when it comes to again we 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 are into crypto so think about if you have a hundred dollars that you made from um we're also all creative so say cj sold a, a crochet blanket you know for a hundred dollars now she's created that blanket that that she was able to sell for for profit now she can take that money that she's made for profit and put it into cryptocurrency where now that hundred dollars can make a thousand dollars and then she can take that thousand dollars from cryptocurrency and put it into a, a property or you know and again keep letting that money make money and understanding accounting and how to move your money into more assets that are going to yield a return and being able to balance that asset co asset column when you're able to read numbers and see the opportunities that are being made um and let me see okay yeah, i was gonna say because that's another big point too that i want to touch on um is being able to see the great opportunities like that's what also makes a difference when it comes to our mindset um which is he says great opportunities are not seen with your eyes but seen with your mind and that's why again our whole conversation today has been shifting your mind so that you're even able to see these opportunities and he goes into saying um how when even you're trying to create a new business you want to take a step back and do something that nobody else is doing and you already know we push that whole concept when it comes to crypto why because you don't want to be over in that school of fish doing what everybody else is doing because you already know that whale is coming and plotting to come eat that whole school of fish you already know it just puts you in more trouble trying to go and do what everyone else is doing so when you first understand oh um i'm trying to train my mind to see the great opportunities that other people can't see with their eyes now again that starts putting you in that different wave of being able to start making choices that are going to start propelling you past the usual as well so it all comes down to being able to train your mind to see those opportunities and again prepare for those opportunities because how we even started this conversation is it sucks to be in a position on a great opportunity comes about and you're not in the position to take advantage 
of that opportunity right so you always want to be having yourself in that position where you can take advantage of a great opportunity every single day we have opportunities so every single day you want to be putting yourself in a position to seize the best opportunities that are going to come past you and it comes down to training your mind to see those opportunities because your eyes ain't are going to miss it so being able to see it with your mind now again starts to increase that that in the chances and the opportunities that now you're able to take and that's something that again we all have seen because we've started creating those opportunities we've all been able to take a step back and look and say man I got this gift I've got these tools here's the opportunities I can come about without it you know NFTs think about how awesome NFTs are and how you can literally make anything an NFT so anybody can sit there and take a step back and see an opportunity or see anything as an opportunity right so again that's how powerful just that shift in mind is when it comes to being able to create opportunities when you start seeing them with your mind um, so then we go into, like I said, number two, which is investing. And that's the science of making money. And I don't got to harp on that because I just went in on that. Investing is the science of making money. We just said, oh, when we want to understand this, like scientifically, literally not more of the hoopla. Again, it's again, there's a method to this madness, right? That's why I even said when it comes to reading the numbers, nothing is by coincidence. There's a science between what each number represents and why things happen with certain numbers. So when you take it that step further, there's a science to everything, right? There's a science to making money and that's with investing. So that's why when you come up with that investing strategy, that's why you start making money better. And that's why we understand, oh, we're in a cryptocurrency because we understand that's this is the time to make that happen. And you come up with your investment strategy and you start making money. I even just went over that example on how you should be funneling that money into cryptocurrency because we understand that science on being able to put a hundred dollars in and make it do something right we're able to sit there and see okay this and what science is is awesome because you can put up your theory right you can sit there and say okay well say for example zill right um or v chain actually that that's a good one that we all like talking about v chain has a great utility right we we seen it at a penny right so we're like man we un can theorize that this should be able to go to x y and z at the most so at the least when it went to 10 cent it was not surprising because we already was able to put in an equation and think, man, if this has this utility and these many people need to use it, then this needs to be valued at this amount of money, right? So being able to understand the science on why things are going to be valued that way and being able to understand that we're able to take advantage of getting in a lot of these coins at a better price. And that's the beauty of investing or being able to sit there and say, you know what, I understand that the stock market is looking this way and why I don't want to be investing in the stock market and want to be investing in cryptocurrency instead of understanding how this wealth transfer is working and how the money is flowing from one place into another. 
right so again just understanding the science of money and how the money is moving and being able to watch the banks and sit there and create our theories and experiment with them it's literally a science at that point that you're able to experiment with and start actually again making money right that's the whole point of this us being able to use our minds to sit there and say how can we start making money so then it goes into that third step then which is actually understanding the market which is understanding that supply and demand right understanding again what is actually happening right and, and understanding this is what's about to happening and what we need to be doing for that and and i did that very general for supply and demand because you can do that in different ways right like for example we all are really focused when it comes to that education right because there's a supply and demand for that education as well we understand that there's this shift happening and there's a lot of people that need to be learning about what is happening right because when we sit here and look at the influencers that are trying to t teach people and just kind of get people further away from what's actually happening right there's a low supply of people out here actually teaching people things that are going to help them get closer to being self-sufficient and closer to making money on their own but there's a high demand because there's a lot of people out here that we don't want to get lost because of the things that's happening. We can watch the news and see they're saying, oh, there's a food shortage, right? That's not something that we're making up. That they, Our president came on the news and said, oh, there's going to be a food shortage, X, Y, and Z. So although we have been preaching that for a while, you know, telling people to prepare and that these kind of things are going to happen, now it's been confirmed. So now that demand is even increasing, right and that's why again understanding the market and how that's going to increase now think about how in position we are because we've already understood oh this kind of stuff is happening so now all the gardeners are in position to come out here and educate now you have the supply now you have the information for that demand and now you're in position for that overflow. That's why when it comes to understanding the markets and putting yourself in position, if you're ahead of that curve, that's how you catch the wave every single time by being ahead of that curve. So when that demand comes, you're right there, you know, on it. And seeing again, even CJ, how she posted being in that crochet club, you know, all on Zoom and digital, you know, understanding, oh, we're going into this digital era there's a demand for that, right? And there's a demand for people who want to go physical to digital. That's why we all even came together trying to help people that want to go physical to digital because we understand there's a demand for that and it's going to keep increasing. So us, we have to create the supply, you know, go down these paths and understand, oh, this is how you can do that. And here's the tools for you to do that with this education because there's nobody else on here showing you how you can take your crochet and come digital so you got the supply you know and if you're the only one with it again that overflow that demand is going to come right your way and it's going to keep going more and more and more and it's so awesome to be able to see that because even um Zay, you know, when everybody started talking about the animals, I was ecstatic. I'm like, okay, usually Zay, you know, has the goats, but then 
other people start showing like oh they have llamas as well and making things out of fiber and they want to get into it as well so again understanding the demand is there and how you can put yourself in position with the supply it you're going to be in position every single time you know so understanding the markets that these are the ways that you're going to be increasing that financial intelligence right this is just kind of a summary on all the things that I've been talking about, again, to ch shift that mind in order to be increasing your financial intelligence and in everything you're doing by understanding how to read the numbers so that you can account for things. Understanding the science of money and how to make money as you're investing. Understanding the markets and how, oh, the supply and demand is going to work so that you can be in position every single time. And the last thing is the law. You know, so that you can understand and have that awareness of accounting and regulations, which is something that, again, we always emphasize as well, that you should be accounting for while you're doing things, not afterwards, right? If you know, oh, I'm sitting here investing in, ta in crypto, so I'm going to have to pay taxes. It means account for that, not use it and use it as an excuse to say, oh, well, I don't get it so that's why I don't want to do it think about how many people you know have probably given you that excuse because I know I've heard it a million times you know so imagine you know understanding the law not being afraid of the law but understanding the law and accounting for it so that you can be moving accordingly as well that's why rich people are rich because they know how to not only make money but protect their money right and that's why again we emphasize you guys on not getting lost on trying to make money to sit there and appease social media or appease people that don't matter you know set your own goals i've told you guys many many times on my extreme goals that i have but it it sounds extreme to some but when you really listen to oh my big vision and how we're trying to accumulate assets and accumulate the options that we're having it starts to not sound so extreme because you can see oh wow this is the way that the world is moving and these are the options I'm trying to literally create in order for my options in the future, right? So understanding everybody has to do that for themselves and move accordingly, right? So um, understanding that it's like not being afraid of, oh, the, the regulations, but just understanding that and again, moving accordingly um, and protecting your money, right? Protecting what you're building, protecting that so that it doesn't start to do the opposite you can either be building or you can be destroying so you don't want to be destroying what you're building um so that's why it's really important to focus on those four things um the last thing i wanted to just kind of note that he mentioned here is he had this awesome quote that i really really loved and it says they are one skill away from great wealth and, and I thought that was such a great quote when he says, most people just need to master one more skill. They're one skill away from great wealth. And I think that's really a key because again, that's what we're doing already, right? <laughs> Understanding like, oh, we are upskilling ourselves. We are trying to master in on these skills that are gonna take us to that next level. 
and being able to see what that skill is and focus in on upskilling that he even gave the example you know if you are working and want to be you know working because we, we read rich dad poor dad so if you guys have read this book you know um it's a, a guy who has two different um not he doesn't have two different dads but he has a dad that went the more traditional route on going to school going to school a lot actually he went all the way up got his doctorate but now he's in a bunch of debt he doesn't have a lot of money because he's just working and he doesn't understand how to create money right he just understands how to work for money how to save money how to borrow money right the very traditional ways to do it where he has a friend who has a dad who is quite the contrary who knows how to actually create money has businesses and has um, create opportunities not only for himself but for others to have jobs which I think is re very interesting as well once you understand you know being a, an entrepreneur you're not only creating opportunities for yourself but for others and how your financial intelligence m makes decisions that affect other people's lives you know not only your children's but others as well so um, very interesting book when it comes to those two perspectives and how the um, rich dad is what he called the entrepreneur dad that actually was able to create money. Um, how he was saying when he was working, you know, and going to college and doing these different things, the jobs he were go was going for was because he wanted to get specific sk skills, right? Even he would sit there and work, 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 get up to the top performing salesperson or whatever the case may be, and then leave the job to go do another job because, okay, he's gained those skills, he understands how this works, and then is able to move to the next, right? So understood, oh, I'm not trying to be a worker bee forever. But right now, while I have to be, I'm going to be learning skills that are actually going to help me for what I'm trying to do in the future instead of letting this time just be wasted on things that don't matter. So it's able to even seize the opportunities like that, which I thought was a very interesting um, perspective. So again, understanding we are also just that one skill away. Um, right before this, I was actually over here working on my little avatar and so excited to do that and um it, it's just real cool you know like i said it, it's something really awesome to be able to do i know we did a, our web 3 workshop again this weekend when it's like oh these are all the different skills that you're going to need for this space engineering avatar creation understanding the metaverse you know and like i said i've been working on this avatar so funny i think i think that's probably even why i fell asleep because it's something that i'm in the habit now and just sitting here laying that on my bed working 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 until you know you start falling asleep you know because when you're chasing those dreams you start sleeping less right i mean i got my laptop in my bed with me just working and um you know you start working on those skills and it's like if i'm sitting here i want to be getting something done because after i have this avatar built now i want to go build scenes for blender once i get that built now i gotta go write smart contracts for our governance token once that's done then i gotta go make tie-dye t-shirts so that i can make patterns and then gotta go make 3d digital clothes for that you know thinking about all the skills that we're learning it's like anytime i'm just sitting here i want to be working on these skills because i understand oh if i learn how to make these avatars 
I can sit here and be making avatars for other people. If I learn how to make um, these specific little rooms that we can bring into the metaverse and all this on the third, all the visions I got even with that, then I could be making these rooms for other people. You know, I can, I can turn this into a business model. You know, seeing all the skills that you can gain and all the um, opportunities that can come from those skills that you then gain, you know, it's like anytime I'm sitting here, I want to be putting in effort to actually polishing those skills because of the opportunities that they can bring once they're polished. So with that being said, I do want to circle back to our question of the day and actually hear from our ladies that are here, Miss Zay and CJ, and hear um, actually how um, you guys are creating different financial solutions, you know, and our question was how many different financial solutions you can come up with. And I, I did ask that in our chat. I seen CJ said too, um, I had put a little funny thing like, oh, drop a number in the reactions with how many you can do and um i think i had counted nine so i'm just gonna go over mine mine briefly actually i'll, I'll let somebody else go before i just wrap up mine because mine were just very um broad not broad but like you already know all the different things that i that i have mentioned kind of that you can do and that i do so i would love to hear from someone else first i know cj like she said had two so i'm i don't know if zay i'm trying to go to the book club had time to kind of reflect on that one as well oh yeah zay okay she did drop a number as well seven so yeah and either of you that want to get started feel free um i see zay dropped the number seven cj dropped the number two so ladies what are these creative different financial solutions that you all can come up with when you look at your life and look at the things that you're trying to create okay so i'll go first um i actually wrote a list down i'm not sure if this is the type of list we're talking about but i'm just gonna go for it um so i have seven ways to um help myself financially and it's I could either get a regular nine to five. I could uh, sell NFTs. I could use my cricket maker to use up uh, to make, you know, um, just about anything, honestly, in a cricket maker. Um, breeding, which is dogs, um, in the future, goats and my chickens, selling chicken eggs, selling goat milk, soap, cheese, and yogurt, uh, selling extra fruits or vegetables I grow in my garden. Uh, and also the seeds from the, the fruits and vegetables, selling my compost and selling earthworms. And that's all I came up with. But basically anything that does like farm or agriculture, I can use for my benefit uh, financially. So that's all I have. Yay, and that that's a great list, and I love how you brought up your farm in that because, yes, you know, not only can you, oh, have the eggs for you and your family to eat and have the um, fruits and vegetables for your family to eat, but also it can be that business, right, and it can actually offer a lot of financial solutions um, that people need, you know, even taking it a step further and being able to teach others, right, that's always a way as well as being able to teach um you know in crypto I don't, I don't think i heard you say crypto you know and being able to use crypto as that vessel and being able to teach as that vessel you know um and putting a value on those kind of things but exactly you know 
love those um, ways that you mentioned you could create money using your farm. So thank you for sharing. Miss CJ, what were the ways that you um, had kind of thought of? Well, I can say I think I put the two to be creative, you know, because I had the peace sign or two up there. But um, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, that way I knew I could come up. I knew that I could use two. But I think that you made some really good points about um, um about building that skill that will that you hone in on and that you you use that and keep you know using your mind to create mm -hmm. because i think that what i've done is spread myself thin in a lot of ways including the the nine to five and this and that so i'm gonna i have two solutions uh, one that i don't talk about much is crypto but i do i have good positions in that space and that has been growing it has grown since i've started investing um and that is something I'm always, I'm, I always have there, and I continue to build in that space. So that's one. But I have written down I'm a notary, um, and there's so many things about it online. If I just really focus in on uh, put, putting my putting that to work, um, that's one another way. Uh, crocheting. There's so there's a huge community that I just seeing now how digital we are. That there's ways that. They were even talking about how we can grow and make money and do things like that. They're looking at ways to even be digital because um, they're realizing there's so much energy going into that and different projects that come from meeting people in that crochet community, which I love. I absolutely love the community. Um, there's some music stuff that I have been in. So there's my four and five. Let me go with four and five. Um, part of the way I was paying for college when I was in there was like DJing and violin lessons. So I was into music quite heavily in school and there's ways to do it digitally with NFTs and even lessons. So as long as I'm focused on something and putting energy into that, there's plenty of ways to create money. Um, but those about five. So that didn't match up with my avatar very well, but uh, I'm going there. Wow, yes, I love that. Um, that's so funny that you mentioned DJing. My husband always mentions he wants to be a metaverse DJ. He's like, that would be like the coolest thing is just being like a metaverse DJ. And like you said, you know, offering a lot of that stuff online. You know, my son, he does piano lessons virtually, you know, because they have, they're, they're creating different things like that now. You know, he, he goes to out school where he does a lot of classes virtually, pre-K, uh, piano you could read read aloud you know you can almost find any kind of class on there at any level and be able to learn virtually and with other kids and with different kind of teachers you know so like you said um, being able to see all the ways that you can start actually using those things that you already have and you know like you said putting that energy into figuring out how you can get back into it is really powerful like you said even the notary you know like you said you you got these skills um you just gotta focus that energy into actually making them yield something you know and yes. um i think that that's why i even had brought up the topic today on just you know it, it just starts with that mind right and and starting to say you know what i want to i choose to work more with my mind instead of working harder because like you said cj you know you start putting that energy into your nine to five and other things where it's like 
if we decide to say, hey, I'm tired of working hard with my body, I'm ready to start working hard with my mind and are able to put that energy into the things that I can create with my mind, then things will start to shift, right? And there will become a point where you'll say, wow, I'm actually making more from these piano lessons or violin lessons from crocheting digitally and that will actually start yielding more then you're going to a nine to five that you're going to be able to have even more time and energy to pour into that and not have to be do a nine to five eventually right so it just comes down to again strategizing how to put that energy into that stuff so that it can yield that right and actually be able to um plant those kind of seeds so that you start bearing fruit from that right because it it comes down to the seeds that we plant it's going to determine what we start to yield right so um wanting to plant those seeds and and water those seeds so that they can start yielding that fruit that we can eat on is what is what matters i think that was a really good point on how you say you know just understanding these are the gifts and being able to actually put that energy into them so love those skills that you shared um mine is kind of the same crypto um nfts tie-dye t-shirts a udemy course dog breeding selling my merch youtube uh could get that monetized a blog i just started that i could try to get that monetized or like freelance i know a lot of people kind of get paid for blogging and um it's funny the article that i wrote yesterday for the um mom thing that i'm kind of starting it was actually called the mommy starter pack and it was a a off the like random thing that i decided to kind of do but it's because again i realized I had been kind of wasting time and I had kind of mentioned to this to Zay where it's like you know I had this realization where I wasn't exactly happy with the fruit that the seeds I have been planting have been yielding right you guys know I'm big into teaching my son and that's my focus and you know when I first started the Grand Life Network it initially was kind of along that line on oh I was actually coming online to link up with mothers and talk about these lessons but I continue to kind of shift things and get further and further from my actual purpose so here I am again creating a new Instagram finally on YouTube with him and in our lessons and this um, group that I'm blogging for I actually reached out to them last January you know and applied to be a blogger there um, as a freelance blogger and here I am March of 2022 a year later and just submitting my first blog because I had gotten so far from what I had set out to do you know so when I had actually wrote that blog it was just kind of you know as reminding people sometimes that happens but we have to sit there and assess you guys know I I kind of dropped my A plus strategy that I've been telling the world about (laughs) which is assessing that we're, we're further from that past adjusting a figuring out you know how we can get back on track and then applying it and getting back on track right it's okay to realize like man i've been out here wasting a little time i'm not focused on what i can be focused on but as soon as you have that acknowledgement that's powerful and now you have the power to adjust now you can take these other points that we read from robert kiyosaki and can start to 
shift that mind and see the opportunities that we can use in order to help us now create money that will create opportunities right because like we we kind of have talked about money is you know something that can just be an agreement which is oh agreeing that's going to create more opportunities right because we just talked a lot of the stuff is digital so it's not like a lot of these people are going to be putting cash actually in your hand it's just again about the opportunities that you'll be prepared for when those doors open when you have yourself in the right position by being able to you know take these different pointers and say man i want to be in a position to seize every opportunity that comes my way every single day and be in that position for the demand that's coming be in position for this wave that's coming you know and keep pioneering that understanding i'm leading this way and that other people are going to be you know following after and um our kids are those people that's going to be following after us you know so more than anything getting these skills so that they were their examples on this is how you can use what you got to create those options and opportunities as well so um very great conversation today i feel like i've been rambling on and on and on so i would love to hear if any of you ladies had um anything from the book that you also kind of read um about rich dad poor dad any like lesson that kind of struck out to you or anything that you've heard today anything that we've talked about that you wanted to mention before we wrap it up for the day I think you get a lot of great points from the book and from the life of speaking about it all. How we can can apply it and use it. So thank you. Definitely, definitely. And you know, that that's what the whole point is, you know, as we're reading these books and or listening to them however we're ingesting them. I'm always looking for that point on How can we take this information and really walk away by applying it with our lives, right? Because like I said, it's it's not that he said anything that was too new information to us. And that's only because we are lucky. I remember when I first read this book a few years ago, I was reading it from a completely different mindset. I was reading it while I was working and working overtime and super 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 working man if i would talked about that working time period you guys wouldn't even believe how much i was working but you could dang near say 24 7 type of type of working vibes you know because that's what i have been used to you know i've seen people go get two three jobs oh be able to take advantage of overworking because i always knew oh I like having more than enough money because I like having the options and opportunities and being in position to take opportunities. So if I have an opportunity to make more so that then I have options to do more, I would seize that opportunity. But it's like um, hearing, you know, listening to this book at that time, even back then, again, started to help shift that mindset. And when the first time that I um, listened to it, one of the things that stuck out was don't go and when new opportunities come, don't go and take money from your savings to, um, you know, go and invest in the opportunity. It means you just have to work more so that you can now go do the opportunity, right? So that was one of the things that stuck out to me when I first read it. 
And it's like, um, and I, like I said, that was years ago. So think about people that aren't familiar with these kind of things before and how, you know, again, these are the kind of things that when you start shifting that mindset, it starts to help you start to see things different, see the opportunity and everything. And then you start growing past that. And like uh, CJ said, you know, we're at a point of being able to actually apply this. You know, we are sitting here creating a whole decentralized autonomous organization because we see the opportunity that DAOs are about to present and we're changing things physical to digital and all of our stuff because we see the opportunities being created we're gardening because we see the options that we want to have on oh what I want to be able to eat and and where I get it from you know it's like we all are being very very mindful on putting in the effort to come together limit you know the learning curve we are going to learn together but think about how much better it is having each other to be able to learn together you know having people to be able to ask on how to do this or how to do that and um continue to grow that ecosystem right so uh this has definitely been a great chat again very reassuring that we are all on the right path some great um reminders and notes you know to remember on we are upscaling ourselves and again these are even lessons on ways that again when we're being that example to our friends and family or co-workers or just people on the outside that are just watching on instagram or twitter or just anywhere you know these are the kind of things that are going to equip us you know understanding oh you got financial intelligence and your financial iq and here's some of the things that you can do to shift that mindset too you know here's some of the things you want to be mindful as well um and just give you good points of reference right just uh we get to add oh rich dad poor dad to that tool belt as again a reference tool to say oh yeah i i I read that book before. Here's here's some quotes I could pull from this. Here's some stuff that you can, you know, pass on to the next to again stir that mind shift, you know, cuz that's that's the whole key there. So, definitely was a great book to dive into. Um I will be dropping a new book for us for next month. Um for me it is going to be Ramadan, so I am going to be reading the Quran as well um during next month for Ramadan, but um definitely want to do another book as well so gonna be putting that out in the book in the book club chat so make sure you guys stay tuned to all of our listeners we have so much more in um store diving into so many more books that are going to continue to uh add to our tool belt continue to strengthen us continue to help us um just get sharper right again it comes down to what you put into your mind what you put into training your mind right i like listening to these audiobooks um because again it's it strengthens our mind i will go and re-listen to some books you know just because i want these kind of things in my subconscious right because i i'm a daydreamer so having things like this that i'm kind of daydreaming about and kind of in my mind you know it all goes just into that training of the mind listening to the these book club podcasts right um listening to different kind of things that you usually wouldn't that's going to sit there and pass on skills to you as well because that's what we do right we come and i'm always trying to make sure you picking up some type of gym right some type of even if it's a reassurance even if it's just another like tidbit to just again sharpen what you already have want to be passing on something that's going to help upskill our listeners upskill the people we're talking with so definitely has been a great conversation 
I'm excited for what's in store and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.